We start with what everyone's been saying. One team was scoring. <laughs> Other team, a little boring. Uh, Dak back, 25 for 33. Four touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. Cowboys rack up 31 points and leave Tampa with a statement win. Here's Dak in my favorite style hat. I got away from the way that I play this game, got greedy. Uh, tried, to, tried to just force some throws, tried to take the big ones, um, and that's not who I've, I've been throughout my career. Obviously, just taking what, God, taking what they give me, waiting on the big shot, and I think it was uncharacteristic. So, yeah, sure, it was, uh, it was a way for me to just dial back in. Um, but at, at the sense, I mean, I wiped that clean and just uh, I knew what this game meant. I knew how important it, it was for us uh, and just, as I said, prepared. Brew, you were worried about the Cowboys bringing their F game. F game. <laughs> Dak graduated with honors instead. So it seems like you were wrong about this one. What do you have to say? Would you like to apologize to anyone? Anyone has a clever rhyme? Was analyzing this game? or what Was, was I wrong, Wilds? Or ingenious? <laughs> Wilds, what is my franchise on this it's show? It's called The Bud List. And what is the purpose well, of The Bud List? It's the most motivating segment in all sports television. And who was number one on The Bud List last week? It was week? Dak Prescott. Cowboys Nation, thank you. <laughs> Or you're welcome, yeah, the other I way. should say. You're welcome. <laughs> All right? Because I clearly motivated Dak Prescott <laughs> after the worst game of his career. That's what it's for. Now, look, I, I get it. <laughs> it was tough love. It sounded harsh. It sounded mean. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm from the old school. I'm not like these two up here in this new generation <laughs> of <also> softies. <laughs> All right? I bring it rugged and raw, and that's what I did with Dak. That's true. All right? And who got the results? Who got the results? All right? What is happening? So, Cowboys Nation, you should be thanking a brother because I – look, I'm getting people all in my DMs and people in my mentions. Oh, Brew brought his F game to that that, uh, prediction. That's what this is. Yeah. Simple ones. Simple ones. I am playing chess. All right? I'm playing Ben Wish. You still at the spades table with the teenagers. All right? It was all by design to bring out the best in Dak Prescott because that is what the bud list is about. All right? So that's what this was. So so the whole thing was was a long con. Look, and I said at that last week, I wasn't sure about that. Mm Mm-mm. I didn't know how powerful the bud list okay. was. Okay, we know. Even I didn't right. know. Can so, I, so look, right. last it is all you players out there because we keeping the bud list going. But the actual it is an honor and a privilege to be on the bud list. Okay, count it all joy next time I call you out because that means redemption is near. <laughs> Ask okay. that Prescott. Okay, you know who I think Excellent. should be on this week's bud list. Chris Broussard. No. How? You, Why? you said that before. Because it's not in the bylaws. Now, to be fair, I also picked the Bucks, But I said before I knew that the Vikings were going to get upset, that I thought the winner of this game, either one, mm-hmm. would go to Philly and win that game. Now they have to go to San Francisco. It's a bit of a different story. But you criminally underrated the Cowboys all year. This was a team that in a 15-game stretch went 12-3, and with the three losses being to Philly without their quarterback, in overtime against one of the most talented quarterbacks ever, and in overtime against Aaron Rodgers. So the, the, the idea that this and, team... And Washington. That, you know, no, I said a 15-game stretch. No, week one and week 18. I, I understand that. But my point is they had a large sample of really good football. Over the course of the year, they were plus 125 in the point differential. I think you can make a strong argument that over the course of the season, there were only four teams that were clearly better than them, and one of them they beat. But Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and San Francisco. And Philly, over the bulk of the season, was better, but then Philly got banged up at the end. And so I I think there was some underrating of the Cowboys, but Wilds, I think now this morning or afternoon, there is a little overrating of Dak Prescott. Oh my goodness! And it's he you was t- phenomenal. No, Nick. okay. So listen, he w- played almost a perfect football game. He was great, but the barrier to entry of being a great quarterback is playing in this round that's coming up and playing well. 
And we have seen Baker Mayfield have great I mean, wild card. No, okay. hold on. I'm we had trumpets for somebody minute. yesterday. Oh, wait, let it out. <laughs> no, go. We had, I, Dak, we had a snare drum I, for somebody. I understand yesterday. that because it was his first time in the playoffs, and it's what he did. Oh. We have seen a lot. We have seen Kirk Cousins win in this round. We have seen Dak previously win in this round. We just saw Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy win in this round. We saw Baker Mayfield. Those are all just guys that are currently in the NFC. We've seen Ryan Tannehill win past this round. So. In my opinion, and I don't think it's unfair, Wilds, but your tweet last night about how everyone needs to, you know, keep the same energy with I the didn't Dak. I say that. I it was, it was a remix. Yeah. But. Okay. Sure. I I think this was, and I don't think it's unfair to say yesterday's game. There was a lot at stake for Dak in a negative, but in a positive, there was not that much to gain. And we that was a game they needed to win because they were the 12-win team. Mm-hmm. Because for all those reasons, and now this morning, there's this afternoon, there seems to be a lot of oh, who owes Dak Prescott an apology? I, if you were saying Dak Prescott's trash, Dak Prescott's a bad quarterback, then yeah, you owe him an apology. But yep. you're doing what most of us were doing, which was he needed to play better. To me. One great playoff game in the wild card round does not all of a sudden change how I view Dak Prescott as a quarterback. Okay, nothing should have changed because Dak Prescott has completed a resume this year that it's on the gosh darn it it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> One team was scoring and the other was boring. <laughs> and what he did in the regular season he did last night. Can you show the graphic? Weeks seven through eighteen. Dak was averaging 32.5 points. Last night, 31. Everyone is shocked like this is some new thing. And I know you're like, well, you know, the interceptions. The interceptions never mattered. The interceptions were when you go to the Virgin Islands and it rains for 20 minutes. Like, ah, if you look at it, it rains every day here. Yeah, for 20 minutes, he still have a great day. He was 5-2 when he was throwing interceptions. He had a clean game yesterday, played perfectly, and had five touchdowns. Now, granted, now here's here's a good take here. If Dak Prescott went out and threw, I don't know, four interceptions in the first half (laughs) and then had to dig himself out of a hole to survive – Maybe I, then we would be out I actually with- think people would be, if Dak Prescott yesterday found himself down four scores to Tom Brady and came back, I do think in some ways people would be That's more impressed illogical. by that. Okay, but everybody's I, incredibly it, impressed with what he it, did last a, night. 100%. And, I, and listen, and Wilds, by the way, it should be noted, his analysis of this game, while you know on the surface facile, was exactly correct. Scoring board. It was one team had trouble scoring all year. The other team for the last two seasons been one of the highest scoring teams in football. You were right about that. But I don't, to me, did this change anyone at this table's opinion of Dak? Is anyone Not like yet. Oh, I, I, I do agree with you. Now, the next round is what he needs to If he goes out win. and, and plays half as well and wins against yep. San Francisco and gets to a conference championship game, then 100% that changes your opinion. Can right. I just say this? Yeah. He's the number one scoring quarterback since he came back. And nobody I, seems to care. Because the, you no, know you why? You talk about Josh Allen. You talk be, about be, Mahomes. Because... Like, I, he should raise his hands like, by the way, I score okay, the most but, points. But that's, but that's even when you're defending him, and I know we have to move on. Do you think that that is a reflection of him as a player individually? I don't know. Elon Musk has got you, the most money. I'd be like, all right, you got the most money. Yeah. Like, but, I, do I think you're a great businessman? Like, I don't know. You got the most money. Yeah. Okay. So I think that that's, I think that stat is a little misleading, but that's fine. It's just points. That's fine. Yeah. I got it. But you you're don't, a but even. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I like points and winning. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm a caveman. <laughs> I did feel Moving like on. it was over. When they got up two uh, touchdowns, it felt like it was over. Because yeah. I knew how hard well, it was for Tampa Bay to score. Well, I was like, I don't think they can score enough points now. I told you that all last <laughs> night. I know. Brady, meanwhile, uh, throws the ball 66 times. One time he's trying to throw it away, but it's actually a nice pillowy pass. Yeah. In the red zone. Uh, here he is after the game. Take a listen. Always tough, but, you know, we didn't earn it, so, you know, they did. Um, I think that there's a part of football where I feel like it's, you know, sometimes you get lucky, but most of the time, you know, the, the team that earns it, you know, wins. And they played good all year. They played good tonight. They played well as a team. They were very coordinated. They played well on offense, played well defensively. They missed some kicks on special teams, but, you know, we just, we just couldn't get enough done offensively to put any pressure on them. All right, we're going to talk about Brady's future in five minutes, but yeah. what did you think about his performance last night? It was terrible. And, I mean, there's no running from it. He was, we saw 12 quarterbacks play this week, and he was the worst one. He had a worse game than Skyler. 
Skyler, Skyler's numbers were a little worse, but Skyler also got ruined by some really tough luck drops. Mm. We can show you the numbers, I think. He was 10th, 11th, or 12th. And there's only, again, there's only 12 quarterbacks. In completion percentage, yards per pass, passer rating, he's ahead of only Skyler. And in passer rating, he's ahead of Skyler and Trevor. Mm. But because Trevor had the zero passer rating in the first half, essentially, and then obviously rallied. And I, listen, this game turned into a laugher. But the Cowboys were not rolling early. Both teams going three and out, three and out, right? right. Start the game. Four, the first Cow- four possessions. Right. The Cowboys then drive the field and score a touchdown, miss the extra point. The Bucks then drive the field. And it looks like, oh, it's about to be 7-6 Tampa and a lot of pressure on Dak and McCarthy and in that on the road. And that Brady interception, or, or, you know, was Jimmy G-esque. Like, huh? Like, you can't even get it out of the back of the end zone? And I was, as right as Wilds was about this game, I was that wrong. Because this is the exact play that I said, Brew, he won't do this in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he's going to stand in the pocket as a buck. But but forget even where it is on the field. My point is, watch Brady. I said all regular season he's been doing that thing. Throw it away and turn. In the playoffs, he's going to stand in, take a hit to the face, or take a hit, and deliver the ball. And he could. And so you can be the greatest ever and still have it be massively on you that your team just got annihilated. And I put, that flipped this game. That stopped this yeah. game from being able to be competitive. And I know at the very, very end, he had Mike Evans dropped a pass when they're down 17. Didn't matter. Game was over. Mm-hmm. A lot of this is on Brady. A lot of it. Well, I'm going to say something that I usually reserve for the Cowboys. F game. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was his yeah. F game. You Look at the numbers. Oh, 351, 351 yards, two TDs. That was all after the fact. The game was over. We had one, the great pass to Julio Jones. That was awesome. But mm-hmm. the game was over by then. That's right. He, he looked every bit of 45 years old. Yes. You, you, I mean, I don't know if he was trying to throw it away out of the end zone on the interception, or he was obviously trying to get rid of it before he got clocked. But he, it looked, if, if you're right, then the arm just wasn't there. It looked that way all night. He was he was throwing the ball two and three yards in front of receivers what about at the all end of the night half? long. When they could have made it guys. eighteen to three, when they're trying to, they have eight yep. seconds left, and they're just trying to get the the Cowboys inexplicably give them the quick out, and he and Evans aren't on the same page, and he dirts it. They could have had a fifty-five yard field goal thereabouts at the gun to make ah uh, yep. eighteen to three. Yep. Yeah, the other team can't hit kicks. It was the whole thing. It was ter- and. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. My question for you is: He threw the ball 66 times, and we knew that they couldn't run the ball all year. He had they had 12 runs, and I know you'd be like, "Well, you know, they were behind." It's like, regardless, it's, sure, it's, you can overdo it. You know, yeah. at Thanksgiving, you can't eat three turkeys. Yeah. Do you think that that is? He still has the arm strength. It looks like. You don't think? No. So? Listen, I we'll do it in the he, next. I an but I think Brady's. I think, I, I don't think he's retiring, but I think he's done. But my, don't put it on the rushing. Miami and Cincinnati rushed right. for fewer yards this weekend than the Bucks did, and they won their games. And the other thing, again, because I, what do they call me, Wilds? Mr. Consistency. And they call you the mayor of fair. I'm going to kind of meld these two. Oh, wow. I can't pillory Mac Jones and then act like I didn't see this. Learn from the best. Tom Brady... His little slide tackle attempt would have gotten you a red card in Cutter a month and a half ago. This is a brutal play. And this, I mean, this is, again, I, I, I'm not, I, I, he is a 20-plus year history. And so one play, of course, does not define you. But I don't like that. No. And, it's, and to me, it would be hypocritical if I just ignored it because of who he's been throughout his career rather than acknowledging that's a dirty play. And That's it's a dirty play. You could easily hurt somebody doing that. 100%. Yeah, just it, fell it, down. It's, no. Just fell it's down? A, well, yeah. It's <laughs> a terrible move. Yeah, it's a good slide. <laughs> he is he's giving for, himself to be, up so he didn't get blocked. To be the goal, he's the most, about the most unathletic, unathletic guy to play football. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, we'll have Schlereth out here in a little while, too. <laughs> Stink used to be able to 360 dunk. That's a true story. Really? Get out of town. Yeah. Ask wow. Stink, get some video of that. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Jones talking about if he'll replace Brett Maher, who missed four last night, and he missed one in week 18. So at one point, missed five in a row. 
So yeah. here's Jerry. Take a listen. We need Brett. He, he understands that. So, uh, you know, we need to get back on it this week and, you know, get him ready to go. Obviously, we're kicking out, you know, an outdoor stadium out there in, in Santa Clara. So, um, but, you know, we, you know, um, yeah, he's disappointed, but, uh, you know, we need him. Will you look at some kickers no. this week? No. We won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. I'll be honest with you. The first guy looked a lot like Michael. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, Brew, what are you doing with the kicking situation in Dallas? If if they want to keep Brett Maher, and obviously Jerry Jones is running things, so it, let's. I'm going to assume they do that. I got to be honest. I still bring in like a backup kicker, and I and, think it's and have it, him on the active it, roster. Yes, well, I, it's that important. <laughs> and here's the deal: if Maher misses like the, an extra point. Or an easily makeable field goal, I am putting the back of him. If you want to keep him, because we don't know mentally where he's at. And if he's well, not tough me enough you. mentally, hold on, if he's not tough enough mentally to handle having a backup there, then he's not going to overcome this okay, anyway. I think that's a half measure. I think you either got to stick with him or you got to cut him. It is noteworthy. So if you stick with him and he misses the first extra point. Then I'm going then, for two the rest of the game, and I hope I win. What if you yeah, got field goals? The, by the way, we don't know if this is a field goals problem. This seemed to be the yips. This didn't – I don't know that it would have hurt him on field goals. Honest to God. What I do know is prior to the Washington game, Brett Maher had kicked 138 extra points in his career. He had made 133. So prior to the Washington game, he had missed five in his career. Playoffs and regular season. He then missed five in a row. With that Washington game and then four in a row here before he finally made one. That has to be that has to be mental. I the only part of the and I would keep it. I, the backup kicker really? life is rough, man. The Chiefs lost that stupid Colts game you guys wouldn't stop talking about for two months because of a backup lose. kicker. There are there are not enough quality kickers out there. To kick an extra point? No, I the backup kicker life. But the thing is, you bring in the backup, he also has to kick your field goals. And Brett Maher is a good field goal kicker, and he's a particularly good long-distance field goal kicker. Look, I'm not cutting You're going to need every single point against San Francisco. Yeah. I can't fool around. If he's got the yips and I don't find out until we're ten minutes into the game – I got to go with a backup. I'm sorry. Okay. I like it. That's a that's tough. That's why, you know what? Spot. Tough, tough love. love. Okay. Tough love. Tough love. Y'all know y'all generation. Soft love. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys are the you same age. That's the why it just looks <laughs> It was close. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. We've got a great segment for you right now. It's called Nick's QB Rankings, and here's what we've got. Eight quarterbacks remain. A Super Bowl champion, a prince, an injured star, Mr. Irrelevant, Joe Cool, the pride of Buffalo, a resurgent cowboy, and Daniel Jones. <laughs> Nick has ranked these gentlemen committee less. Take it away. All right, we'll go eight to one. So yesterday was cute and fun. Yeah. Every sports television show in America, except for maybe this one, did the who's going to be the first to give the Daniel Jones apology? And then the rest of the week, something you'll realize if anyone does a segment like this, you know what we'll all have in common? Coming in last in the quarterback rankings is, of course, Daniel Jones. No one disagrees. We're all happy for you, Daniel. But of the eight guys left, you're the one we trust the least. Number seven and the hardest player to rank. 
Brock Purdy. Hmm. He's been excellent. However, there is the looming Jimmy G factor of, wait, would literally any quarterback that knows, you know, not to run out the back of the end zone look like this <laughs> uh, with these weapons in this offense? Point, bro. And wow. because he's a rookie and because the sample size is so limited, we couldn't put him higher than seven. Peanut gallery, please. <laughs> Number six, Dak Prescott. Oh, put some respect on his name. Okay, we're, what of the five guys would any of you have? Dak Prescott ranked ahead of. We can discuss in a moment. He is a nice player. He had a phenomenal game. Does anybody trust him to next week not have two interceptions before halftime? I don't. Number six on the quarterback rankings of the players left. Number five, the Nick Kyrgios of the NFL, Josh Allen. What does that mean? What? It means the upside is when he's at his best, it's like, is he as good as Rafa Nadal? And when he's at his worst, he's flinging the racket into the crowd. Like Josh Allen is flinging the football all over the field. Sometimes it's his team, sometimes the other team. As high of a ceiling as any player in the league not named Patrick Mahomes. Unfortunately, a floor that seemed to be the exact same floor as Skylar Thompson's this week. Except Skylar couldn't have had five turnovers the way Josh could have. Wow. So, the downside is rapidly approaching the upside, and he does more often than any other quarterback the single worst thing a quarterback can do. Therefore, he's number five. Mm-hmm. Number four, Jalen Hurts. Excellent season pre-injury. The guy before the injury had 22 passing touchdowns and just three interceptions. However, in his last two games, he did have the three interceptions, and you are you have to be at least a little concerned of this. The Eagles hacked the quarterback sneak this year. The third and one and fourth and one, they did it more than 30 times. They're better than 90% success rate. Mm -hmm. Can they still do it with his shoulder banged up? However, what he has done thus far this season gives him this ranking at number four. Number three, the Prince. All he's been is the best quarterback in the NFL for two months. His first playoff game was all time, and I called him Peyton Manning 2.0. And by the way, Peyton Manning, yes, he also had a four-interception game. Unfortunately for him, it was in year six, not in year two. Also for Peyton Manning, year six was the first year he actually won a playoff game. So maybe Trevor, Peyton Manning 2.0 was a bit of an insult. By the way, another (laughs) AFC South quarterback that had a four-turnover, four-score comeback in the playoffs one Andrew Luck down 28 points to the Chiefs. Uh, not that long, or I guess about a decade ago. Turned the ball over four times, then had a roaring comeback. What do they have in common? Both number one picks, both transcendent prospects. Uh, Trevor's got a little better hair, though. Number two, second best quarterback alive is probably the second best quarterback in the playoffs. Uh, didn't have a run game this week, and while it almost bit them, it did not. Third and seven plus for this team feels like third and two for everybody else. And his poise under pressure is second only to, of course, the number one quarterback. And at this point, have you, have regular first things first viewers noticed we don't talk about Patrick Mahomes much lately? Well, that's because when he's so clearly the MVP and they're so clearly the best team and they're so clearly the favorite, Wilds and Brew in our pre-show meeting, they're like, guys, I, I don't know what to say about him anymore. And I'm like, ah! okay, we can talk about something else. He's number one. Nobody argues that he's number one. That's your quarterback rankings for this year's playoffs. Go ahead, Mark Schlereth. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I do appreciate the fact that uh, Mahomes is number one, and I can't disagree with that. And yeah. I can't disagree with Burrow. I think I would move Josh Allen up to probably number three, although he has turned the ball over a little bit. But I, I will, I, he, is, he is so dynamic when things, like, when things are on the line. But I can't – the prince. I, yeah, what about I, Like, I didn't even know he was the prince until yesterday when I came here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's the – One guy calls him the prince. That's it. Okay. One guy. Well, I always, I always watch when, when they're talking. Then when you come oh, on, I, I clicked it okay, because okay. of Kansas City roots. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I, I would have to move him underneath Dak Prescott. Underneath Dak? Thank you. Yes, underneath Dak. I would have to move no – I would have to here. move him – to what? Six. I go Six? with a Daniel Jones, yes. Then I go, obviously, at Purdy, Purdy. because of, of you the, would have all Trevor the Sixth. Trevor Sixth. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence Sixth. Played a half, one half of good football. Oh, did he play one what, half? What happened? Hey, like, like, if, the, if the Chargers coaching staff was competent, oh, thank was you. competent. Thank you. They're out of the playoffs right now, and he's got okay. four picks and one TD. When you say, um, and I'm just no curious, when you say one half of good football, Kevin Wiles, yeah. did you mean one half of a season? Of the best football? Because since week nine, here's how Trevor Lawrence ended the year. 
passer rating, number one in the league. A 7-2 and record with one of those losses coming against the Chiefs, so it doesn't even really count. A 15-2 to touchdown-interception ratio. And so, yes, I understand. He had a rough 25 minutes of game time. Sue him. <laughs> Luckily, he more than made up for it. So, no, he is ranked properly, and I'm giving deference to Joe Burrow. However, if we could have gotten Trevor versus Joe Burrow, if the Dolphins could have taken care of business, that could have changed, but we don't get it. Go ahead, Bruce. I thought the tears were bizarre. This is just, this is lunacy. What's lunacy? This is, Josh Allen should be number two. Mm -hmm. Number two? Yes, number two. And I know you got him fifth because he had three turnovers over the weekend. How many did Trevor Lawrence have? Four. Okay, Trevor Lawrence had more interceptions in one game, one half actually, than Josh Allen has had in his seven playoff games in his career. I mean, okay. that seems relevant. I mean, yeah, sure. Josh Allen, <laughs> and, and, and here's why I'm putting him ahead of Burrow. Because it, Josh Allen has been money in the playoffs. Miss okay? Leader. He's got 18 touchdowns in seven playoff games. Burrow's got seven in five playoff okay. games. All right, Josh Allen should be number two. He had a couple of missteps last week, but Trevor Lawrence certainly had okay. more. And so that that's right. well, my then, biggest Josh beef. Allen ahead of Joe Burrow is lunacy. Why? Utter and total lunacy. So first How? of all, you you can talk about Trevor's playoff career compared to Josh's. Here's something Trevor and Joe Burrow already have more of than Josh in their playoff career: double-digit playoff comebacks. Furthermore, Trevor Lawrence, uh, much well, like LeVar Ball, you can't has, start a fire and then be a hero well, for putting it out. You. Oh, sure you can. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. A lot of stories. Uh, but can I show you? Josh has Speaking the third. Of, you notice well, the, the third highest passer rating so is I, playoff history. Yes, I will get to that in just a moment. That's a very valuable stat where side. Tom Brady is 20th. So I am sure it is hey. an un- unimpeachable statistic. But talking about starting fires, no one has been a bigger arsonist this year than your beloved Josh Allen. 32 times this year he has thrown picks or fumbled the ball, including more than Trevor in the first playoff game with five combined picks and fumbles. Who, who had the better regular had season? The better regular season? Trevor Lawrence or Josh Allen? Josh Allen had 12 more touchdowns than I Trevor Lawrence. Holder, my and a higher passer rate. And, and more yards other, per game. Here's the other part of it. When and it runs comes the ball. to the playoffs. Josh Allen is not consistently great in the playoffs. When he is great, he's historically great. He has played seven playoff games, Brew. He has been excellent in three of them. Touchdowns, and he has three been picks. yes, I but look at the numbers. They're on the screen. He has been excellent in three of them. He has been bad in four of them. He just You just been. demolished passer rating. When I said he's got the third highest passer rating no, in the playoff history, it. you said, oh, that's not number no, no, no. Like, one. And then you use it to say I said it can be misleading because those two great games last year make it seem like he's a historic playoff performer when he had a historic playoff run that ended with him crying on the field and him changing the rules. Go ahead, Kevin Wilds. Well, although you look at me and you say, this guy's got it all together. He's an intelligent fella. Answer is, I'm actually not. I've got... A brain the size of a small goldfish. They call me the caveman because I like things like scoring points and winning games. I think that matters more than the football analysts. And here's the offensive points per game in QB starts. I started at week seven because that's when Dak came back. And what do you know? There's good old Dak Prescott, number two. You might say, wasn't he number one earlier? Yeah, but we took out pick sixes for this one. Cowboys scored some for him. So that's my list. Nice and so wait, that's your one through eight. Well, it's just the facts. So where would you? You got you got an opinion, and then you got an opinion. Yeah, where is where is Dak Prescott ranked? Dak Prescott's ranked number two. If we can see the graph, no, 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 right there. So that's your quarterback rankings. That's just the facts. You have Mahomes fourth. Well, you have Mahomes. I like Mahomes. You know what? Because I think it's good for the show. I'm going to put Mahomes at one, but I'm going to put Dak at number two because he scores a lot of points. Okay. All right. I, listen, I, the Dak Prescott having him ahead of Joe Burrow. I Joe can't Burrow, who is, who's benefited from a lot of luck. Yeah, falls absolutely, but he's a better player than Dak Prescott. What's up, bro? I, look, I, I was so exasperated and frustrated with this lick, list, Nick. I had to make my own. Went rogue. Here's the rogue. real list, y'all. The real list. America, this is the real list. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts, 
Dak, yeah, your Lord's at six. Purdy, and look at who's over his shoulder, because that's really what's happening. Well, is that Jimmy, Jimmy G, G oh for a little bro. mentorship? Right. Oh, I got him. Ask, ask Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey would like this you graphic. You did this whole did thing. Jimmy G watch it over. No, I'm just saying it's real. It's realistic. And how can he mentor the kid behind Dak when Dak is your F game quarterback? Trevor how? was F game in the first half. And then half. what That's was how. And then, what then he was A, but Dak at least gave me a full A game. Trevor has yet to do that. Having Josh Allen ahead of Joe Burrow is what? such utter nonsense. Really? Yeah, really. really. Stop it. We'll see Stop you this weekend. It. You know what? What? This is why we need the committee. I like the purdy. Tomorrow I like the graphic. I like crazy. the purdy graphic. Thank you, know you Steve. I agree with you. Somebody appreciates my creativity. Yeah. You know, taking shots at you. Got a little what? annoyed on his shoulder. Well, that's why we have the committee, so we don't have this infighting. The committee, yeah. What? Say something about the committee. Don't do it. Say do something it. about the committee. Very powerful group. I like the committee, committee compared to that. The committee of one? That's what we get? My goodness. Bring back the committee. Well, they're, we're going to meet tonight. Tomorrow. All right. Well, it's Wednesday. It's 4 o'clock, which means you're in for a treat. Last night, sealed away in a musty corridor, a select committee of whiz kids, whippersnappers, and whiskey drinkers <laughs> yearned and toiled. They burned the midnight oil to compose the best segment in all of sports television. Like every Wednesday, it's my honor and it's a privilege. It's time for Nick's Tears. Indeed it is. One of the last editions of the tears of this NFL season. And as you will see at the top of the tears, there's a little vindication for the committee. Oh. However, good. we must start with teams that are no longer playing full Rebuild. These 11 teams are in a full rebuild mode. Two of them just won recent Super Bowls. They are now the cupboard is bare. The three above them are in a full rebuild despite allegedly having their franchise quarterback, and they may not even know they're in a full rebuild, but you are. Hmm. The teams at the very top are in a full rebuild, but they're actually excited about it. Three of the top four picks of the draft, tons of cap space, coach openings, all of that. All right, next group, QB Purgatory, hey. and then Frisky. These six teams right now are all being held hostage to one degree or another by the quarterback position. In Green Bay, is he in or is he out? In Minnesota, it's like, all right, Kirk Cousins, and same with Tennessee. Is Ryan Tannehill is too good to get rid of, but we know we can't win. Washington, who knows what they're doing in the Steelers and the Patriots, who are really good franchises with great coaches, but, <coughs> pardon me, quarterbacks who just are not going to be able to get the job done. Bad take there. Guys. Yeah, bad take caught my throat. Frisky! <laughs> These five teams didn't make the playoffs, but all of them should be super excited for next season. And with the right tweaks, with the Jets and Raiders situation, with the right quarterback additions, they could be teams that could do real damage next season. Now to the actual tiers. Should be playing. They were eliminated. These two teams were eliminated last week, but they have to feel like they should still be playing. For the Ravens, even without Lamar, if not for the 98-yard 14-point swing all win, Tyler Huntley tried to go full Trevor Lawrence. And for the Chargers, Europe 27-0 against a team many people picked to finish last in their own division. Feel like they should be playing. I feel like maybe at least one of them should be playing, but they're not. Next, two great coaches, one great quarterback. Both Dable and Peterson have done brilliant jobs thus far this season. Both of their seasons likely end this this weekend, but both of them should both these fan bases should feel great about the direction of their teams because of their coaches and in Jacksonville, of course, also because of the quarterback. Overhyped and underhyped. So the Buffalo Bills all year long have been a historically overhyped team that at every turn since September has not lived up to it. They ended the season with some games just like, huh? What happened there? This playoff game, they would have lost to Skylar Thompson if Mike McDaniel, who I like, understood the play clock's only 40 seconds, not 65 seconds, buddy. The Cowboys, on the other hand, I think a little underhyped. The Cowboys, Correct. who had a Dak Prescott injury, who dealt with that for five weeks, who were in a, supposedly the best division in all of football, still found their way to 12 wins, still found their way to having different points of the season where they had either a top three offense or a top three defense, yet no one believes in them. Perfect bracket. I'd been saying for quite some time I thought the Eagles would be one and done in the postseason, but 
That all changed when the Giants beat the Vikings and then also the Cowboys beat the Bucks. If the Eagles could could not have scripted a better opening weekend on the NFC side, aside from, of course, San Francisco losing, which was never going to happen. The Eagles now get a divisional opponent who, as Brew mentioned earlier, they annihilated earlier this season in their first playoff game. And then in their second playoff game, in they will be in Philadelphia either against Brock Purdy or against a team they are very familiar with. They feel great about how the about how the bracket has fallen. Next, hot shooter. Not like a hot shooter in basketball, a hot shooter like in craps, where it's all luck, but you gotta keep going with it. The Bengals turnover luck at like some that. point will turn. They hope it is not this week against Buffalo. And Buffalo, even if it does turn, Buffalo will probably turn it right back with Josh Allen to him. The Bengals, and if it does turn, luckily for them, they have, in my humble opinion, the best quarterback-wide receiver combo in all of the football with Burrow and Chase. And they have pedigree of being able to go on the road and win tough playoff games. Devastating versatility. You put Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel on the field. You can have two tight ends if you want. You can have two running backs. You can go five wide. You can wait and see what personnel the defense puts out there. And you can put, oh, you're going to put your corners out there to guard them as receivers. We're going to run it right down. You, oh, you're going to put big people out there. We're going to spread you out. And then if none of that works, you have the best defense in all of football. Mm. That's devastating versatility. And then finally, the top of the tiers, as they were at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the year, please unveil it. The committee told you so. We warned you, and you scoffed, and you said the committee, the chairman emeritus of the committee, was being biased, and then wouldn't you know it? They are the Vegas Super Bowl favorites. They finished with the league's MVP. They finished with the league's best record. They finished with maybe a top three candidate for defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year in Travis Kelsey, the league's MVP, and the playoffs once again go through Arrowhead. And by the way, they're the healthiest they've been all year. Seems like an overwhelming favorite. So there it is, Chris Broussard. Solid. The committee's Solid? top two oh, I liked it. to start the it. season is the top two as we approach the end of the season. Shame on you, Nick Wright. For what? Shame on What? The, the Chiefs, look, I'm not going to sit here and act like they don't have a great shot. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals are all right there. So we'll see who wins the, this battle royal between those three. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs, they should not be on the top of the tiers. Here's why. Number one, they aren't even the hottest team in the league. Okay? They got a little five-game win streak with one playoff opponent. All right? And you talked about, oh, the, the uh, Bengals or, or who it was, the Bills, some baffling games at the end of the season. Well, they have the same record as the Chiefs, 14-3, and three, and the Chiefs struggled with Denver and struggled with Houston. So let's not act like they were just running through everybody. All right. Cincinnati's got a nine-game win streak against Buffalo, eight-game win streak. San Francisco, 11-game win streak. And all three of those teams have beaten multiple playoff teams in their win streak. Secondly, they aren't the most balanced team. Mm. Their defense gave up 33 touchdown passes this year. Mm -hmm. That's the most in the league. So obviously Mahomes is fantastic, but the defense a bit leaky. And third, the head to head does head, I get it. It's not the standings, but apparently it's not head to head either. Because well, yeah. Buffalo beat Kansas City. Cincinnati beat Kansas so where, City. I'm just head curious, to head. Before I go, and, where would you who would you have at the top? Not Kansas City. Who would it be? That's my point. And you, you can put San Francisco up there if you but want. But I thought head-to-head head mattered. Yeah, so put Buffalo and Cincinnati ahead of Kansas City. Okay, okay but I'm, so, right? I'm just very confused because, so, that, because you said San Francisco. My, my point is this, Sorry. though. Kansas City should not be number one. And, Wilds, what did Buffalo do when they went to Kansas City? I can't. You know They what? slept in their bed. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> they raided the refrigerator <laughs> and they used their toothbrush. Oh, yeah. So this head-to-head matters. Okay, head-to-head matters. So put Buffalo and Cincinnati ahead of San Francisco. You just can't have. Okay, so you would have Kansas City fourth on on your team, which is why you don't have them. Uh, Kansas City. (laughs) The reason San Francisco doesn't have a 12-game winning streak has an 11-game winning streak is because Kansas City went there and beat them by three touchdowns. Okay, that's good. And as far as beating opponents, no team in the league this year had more victories over playoff teams than. Let me check real quick. Oh yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. They also have the best record and the best player in home field so it seems like they should be the Vegas favorites let me check they are so they're top the tiers stink go right ahead <laughs> okay well I'm gonna go to Philadelphia because I just think they're oh, I oh. think I think they are way too low so what is what is when you talk about team 
Now, you talk about championship caliber team. What do you have to have? Just, just a great quarterback? No. You no, you, you got to have a great team, right? You got to yeah. have a great defense, a great all. Let's look at the great defense. Let's look at the defensive statistics. Let's okay. look at sack numbers because everybody wants to go after how many sacks you get. Who led the league good. in pressures on the quarterback and sacks this season? Mm. Oh, there they are right there, the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, what's the standard for great offense? What? Hey, can you find yourself – 400 yards. I just talked to Tom Brady about it. He goes, can you find 400 yards? Because that's what you have to have. Yeah, Who like, had the most 400-yard games in football? Eagles. Offensive. Ah, yeah. the Eagles. And, and yet they're, where are they on the fourth? They're the, fourth. The fourth on the perfect bracket, fourth? Yeah. Should they not be higher than fourth? They're they clearly the best record, the best. I mean, look, go on and on and on it goes. And they lost a couple of games late. Yeah, because they didn't have their starting clear. quarterback. But can I ask you a question? Yeah, please ask it. Are ask you what? convinced they're going to have? No, but that's not the point. <laughs> no, my point is not whether <laughs> I'm convinced or not. No, you're not convinced not they're going to have the same start. That, that level, I mean, Jalen Hurts will be there, but you seem a little anxious that he's not going to be the Jalen Hurts from uh, a month I, ago. Uh, trust me, I am a little anxious about okay. that. I am a little anxious. I got to tell you, Wild. This is not. You guys have underperformed. <laughs> it's playoff time. It's playoff tears. I thought I had some No, you back. fell into a bear trap of like head to head matters. Put the 49. I was like, oh my gosh. I was trying to edit it out on the fly. I was like, let's go. And you are picking the Giants over the Eagles. No, I didn't pick the Giants. I said on the verge. You're on the verge. Wild. My goodness. All right. Gosh darn it. I think the Cowboys are being disrespected. Oh. Here's why. First of all, Micah Parsons back. Line against the Bucks. One sack, two tackles for a loss, two passes smacked down, ten pressures on Tom Brady, three press conferences with gave us some good content. He he said he was gonna do something, he did it. Shout out to Micah Parsons. Reason number two, Dak's back. Oh, Dak's throwing interceptions. Okay, I guess so. Well he didn't. And when he was throwing interceptions, he was 5-2 and two in those seven games. Here's his numbers. Can you reveal them? Here they come. Completion percentage, fantastic. Total yards, we added up his rushing yards. He had seven rushing attempts, most all year. So maybe he's doing a little more I running. Like that. Total touchdowns, five, fantastic. Zero it's turnovers. It's a perfect game. Yeah, perfect game. Yeah. I wanted to bring him up. Guess who else is back? Mike McCarthy. Oh, Mike McCarthy. He's got Sean Payton breathing down his neck. Nope, he's back. And guess what? Broke out a little Kirk Cousins-style <laughs> chain celebrating. He said, I think he was... Doing uh, yeah, the, he, he was in between doing the grill and some other dance. I forgot what it was. Not great dancing, yeah, but I think that's okay, the sign week. of a guy with job security. Right. Next week, can they may, go into may San throw Francisco? It three yards on fourth and eight. <laughs> uh, can they go into San Francisco and win? I'm not sure. Also, I don't care because the tears are snapshot. Snapshot in time. in time. Yeah, you don't have to. You know what? Because you're because I had San Francisco before the year before the playoffs and right now going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so Kevin Wilds. Unlike your compatriots, you make a compelling, no. great argument. No. No. And you know what? I don't know if we can show the tears again. Let's go ahead and bump the Cowboys you. up. You know they, I, didn't, I, I was hesitant to put you the Cowboys by themselves wait, 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 but, uh, aside from I, the Bills because I was like, oh, Nick hates the Bills. But the committee well, was thinking something similar. So you know what? We're just going to put overhyped Boom. as its own thing, underhyped as its own thing. So the Cowboys are right there beneath Let's the Eagles go. above Buffalo. Kevin Wilds, great you. work. You know, I'm going to say that second. Maybe that's total recency bias. You have one game, and I've got a full season where they're the best – at the two snapshots. Also, the Tom Brady thing, yeah. we saw that. Yeah, you, you know, picked that you name up for that. Stop. You got to pick oh, that up. I was just talking to Tom Brady, and he told me, look at that. Brady, I'm picking up. Your buddy. Did he say anything about going? All right, let's get to it. At number three, Jalen Hurts. Jalen, you had a phenomenal regular season. Heck, if you didn't get hurt and miss those two games, you might have been the MVP. But despite that, there's still some non-believers out there, one of whom is sitting right across the table from me because in your first playoff game last year, you threw two picks and had a fumble, too, in in a bad loss to Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. So if you go out against the Giants, a team you guys beat by 26 points in December and lay an egg, that regular season, it'll be a footnote. People will focus on what you didn't do in the playoffs, and that will become a narrative. And 
you are up for a contract extension this offseason. Mm. And Philadelphia, if you play poorly in, the, in this playoff game and lose, Philadelphia might be a bit hesitant to give out that contract. Because remember, just a few years ago, Carson Wentz had one great season. Great they point. paid him the big money. Obviously a mistake. So, Jalen, I do believe in you, buddy. Okay. Go out there and get it done. All right, at number two, Josh Allen. Josh, you were supposed to win the MVP this year. You were supposed to win the Super Bowl this year. MVP is not going to be there. We'll let that slide. But Super Bowl, if you don't get it done, there are people waiting to pounce on you, buddy. <laughs> there are people waiting to pounce on you and me, to be honestly. So just go out there. Don't you, last week you had your bad game. Someone on this show has said you're a roller coaster ride. All right, so you didn't play that well last week. That's it's true. time to go up. If you lose to Joe Burrow, there's a debate. Who's the second best quarterback in the league? Is it Josh Allen? Is it Joe Burrow? If you lose to Burrow, it, it won't be a debate. It'll just be Joe. All right, so go out there and get it done. When you're expected to win the Super Bowl, you can't go out in the second round. And, Josh, you know I believe in you. At number one, Dak Prescott for the second straight year. Now, Dak, second straight week. Last week, you and the Bud List collaborated to move mountains. All right? You were motivated to the Instagram. I didn't even know that the Bud List, you know, uh, uh, juice had that much power. Protein. All right? Protein, yes. But you went out there and you were phenomenal. But at the end of the day, it was a wild card game against an eight-win team. So you, you really did what you were supposed to do. I hate to say it, but you did what you were supposed to do. If you go out there, a lot of people, you know, don't expect you to win. But don't go out there and play poorly. If you go out there and have some turnovers and you're a big part of the reason you don't get it done, then that narrative can Dak lead us to the Super Bowl? Can Dak really win the big game? That will be attached to you. But if you go out and play well and pull off this upset, you'll not only be the first guy to lead Dallas to double-digit wins in the regular season, but first guy since Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. You will be the first guy to win on the road since 1992 and get to the NFC title game yeah. since 1995. Dak! Glory awaits you, my man. <laughs> you just got to go out and get it done. And I, I'm starting to believe in oh, okay. Sorry. I, I apologize to the audience. An hour and five minutes ago, I said I got a sneak peek at the bub list, and it's the best we've had. I was wrong. Oh. I, it's the right names, but obviously in the wrong order. And I'll obviously. get to my clarification in a moment. But Brew is really has boxed himself in on these poor Dallas Cowboys because called them frauds. F game rant is still going viral as we speak, but now he desperately needs them to win because he can't have me be right about more things regarding the Niners and that side of the bracket, the Chiefs on the other side of the bracket. So he's trying to overdo it by over motivating Dak. When he and I both know the player under the most duress and under the most pressure this weekend is one Josh Allen. Because Bruce said himself, I don't know why it's pointing at me, but that's fine. <laughs> Bruce said himself that if Josh Allen wins this game, this is to decide who the second best quarterback in yeah. football is. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Let's go through a few headlines this year. We'll start with Stephon Diggs. One goal of Super Bowl. Okay, that's fair. What the athletics say? Oh, the Bills were, this is all from August and September. Bills remain Super Bowl favorites. Bleacher Report. Where are they at? Josh Allen's MVP pick over Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. ESPN. Bills start the season as Super Bowl favorites. CBS. Bills Super Bowl odds improve after blowout win. Josh Allen's MVP odds trend up. Yahoo. Odds keep moving on Josh Allen for MVP, but they're still not short enough. CBS. I think this is our friend Adam Shine. How much is Josh Allen close to the gap on Patrick Mahomes, or is he better? Spoiler alert. He said he's better. Bleacher Report. Josh Allen touted his best player in the NFL and win over Packers. And now we sit here, Brew. Wow. And if they, for the second straight year, go out in round two, and the, high, the highest mountaintop they reached was getting blown out in the AFC title game in 2020, mm -hmm. everyone who had the gall, as Brew would say, the audacity, the unmitigated gall, 
to pick this team as the overwhelming favorites, and this guy is the MVP, will have a reckoning, as will he. So no one is under more duress than one Josh Allen, Chris Brousseau. Wow. Well, well, look, you, 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 you heightened it a little bit, all right? <laughs> you bring out all those headlines. I didn't write any of those headlines. <laughs> I picked him to win MVP, but I've never said he's better than Patrick Mahomes. But, yes, he does need to win. But still, that, that's facing Mr. Irrelevant. I hate to even call him that now, but Mr. Irrelevant. And so he's got – he's number one. Yes. Oof, man, I'll tell you what, that uh, escalated quickly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to soften it up a little bit. Okay. I'm going to go teacher and pupil. Okay? This – you know how you create a great franchise – you create a great movie franchise like uh, The Karate Kid. Oh. You bring Daniel LaRusso back to coach the teacher. Oh. Andy Reid, the teacher. Doug Peterson, the pupil. Remember, Ooh. Doug played for Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Doug coached for Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Now, Doug Peterson taking on Andy Reid. This is all like this. about the pupil becoming the master oh and so Doug Peterson it's on you you've got a obviously you've got a team that's an eight and a half point underdog you've got a team that's not quite ready right now but you've got a team that believes in itself you've got a team that you've motivated Andy Reid seven and one coming off a bye in the playoffs 27 and four lifetime coming off a bye this is a huge task. If you win this one, you solidify yourself as not one of the not one of the great coaches in this playoffs, but one of the great coaches that has coached in playoffs. Wow. Pretty good. So the pressure's on Andy Reid. You're yeah. motivating Doug Peterson. Pressure's on Andy Reid and maybe Nick Wright. Okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going to add Mike McCarthy to the bud list, Brew. And I'm going to give you a compliment. Mike, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, because Mike McCarthy. Uh, Dak played so well. The defense played so well. We didn't really have to talk about the kicking fiasco, the four missed extra points. In fact, everybody, Mike McCarthy, Nick Wright, was like, no, we'll stick with Money Mayor. Here's what Dak Prescott said after the game. Take a listen. I'm Money Mayor's biggest fan. Uh, obviously, I've been showing the video of me. Uh, and that's just emotion. That's just, that's part of it. Um, but, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I talked to him individually, told him, just told him after the game, hey, let that go. We're going to need it. Um, I, I just played like a week ago, so, I mean, th th that happens. Happens. And what did Bruce say when we did this question? Hey, I, I, I'd sign somebody. Yep. Which they ended up doing, Tristan Viscano. Now, supposedly it's just an insurance policy, Brew, because they want to see how Maher do, does in practice. Well, who cares how well he does in practice? I'm sure he's going to do fine. It's right. the pressure of the game that I'm interested in. So, Brew, are you keeping... This Kano or taking him to San Francisco? I'm or taking him to San Francisco. You are? Absolutely. And if he misses one kick, you're putting him in? Yep. If it's like the first kick, and, and the field goal is different. You can't. You can't. You're not going to activate him. That, that's what the they're saying. Squad. No, they're saying they're going to cut a player from the roster. <laughs> I, would, and carry I, would two. Remove, I would remove him. They're, they're getting rid of a poor linebacker. Is that is Some linebacker is going to lose his job because Brett Meyer no. can't make the kicker kicks. Is you're going to lose the game. Well, then cut Meyer. It's a half measure. I thought you weren't a half measures guy. That's why I put him on the bud list. <laughs> I almost put Mar at the top of the bud list, but I was fingering you through the, the bu bu uh, bylaws, right. and I'm not able to put kickers no. on the bud list. Yeah. Oh. You should have that memorized oh, for the record. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. It's my uh, That would have been too, <laughs> yeah, too much pressure on him. He would have folded. <laughs>